Welcome back into the Shots Aside podcast. I'm your host, Alex. Uh, got Matt joining us today. Matt, how you doing? Doing great. Uh, just ready for a little T-Wolves tourney game. Yeah, we're doing this at like 9 o'clock Central Time. So right as the Warriors and uh, Wolves are getting underway for their play-in tournament game. Um, speaking of the play-in tournament, though, uh, Matt, how do you how do you like how it's going? Like, is it different than what you thought it would be or is it you know a good change to the nba yeah you know uh, at first i wasn't like super sure about it but uh, i would say i'm a fan of it i think it kind of just just interesting it's always fun just to i'm a competitive person and i'm sure a lot of the players are competitive so it's always fun to just compete for something um it definitely helps when uh the team that you root for is having a good year and you're excited about them because the Wolves are seven and two currently, and they won their their first tournament game against uh, the the Spurs and the young alien Wemby. Um, so that was that was pretty cool. But I think yeah, yeah the, it, just in general, the tournament's a cool thing in my opinion. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I mean, I wish they would have a different prize than it just being a cash prize for the team that wins. And it might be a little bit of a downgrade for having to play an extra game uh, for that championship game. But I think it's a cool, cool idea. I mean, just looking at the standings, I'll actually explain the rules first. But um, basically, there's three groups for each conference. You got group A, B and C for both both conferences. Um, Each group that wins their grouping uh, moves on to the semifinals. There's also a wild card. So um, one team from uh, the East and West will move on through a wild card. Um, say you have like two teams that are undefeated. Um, it'll go by uh, point di- differential to see who goes through and who gets that wild card position. But um, looking at the standings right now, uh, Indiana just got a huge win uh, against the 76ers uh, today in their playing game. They're 2-0. Atlanta is 1-0 in Group A in the East. Uh, Miami is 2-0 in Group B. Milwaukee's 1-0. Uh, group C, you have one undefeated team in Boston. They're 1-0. Brooklyn just picked up a win tonight, I believe. So they're 2-1. Uh, and then looking at the West, Group A, you have Utah, the Lakers, and Portland all 1-0. Um, group B, you have Denver and Houston, who we'll talk about Houston in a little bit because I think they've been super impressive this year you know, from being like a bottom three team to being number four in the West right now, which is pretty impressive. Um, and then group C, you have Minnesota, Sacramento and Golden State, who we just talked about at Minnesota and Golden State are playing, you know, right now as we speak. So um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, who takes that commanding lead in uh, group C. But overall, I've, I've been impressed with like, you know, not only the courts, but some of the jerseys that they're displaying. Um, you probably can't say that for every team, maybe like the Nuggets and the Pelicans and some of these teams that have some weird court designs. But what did you think of uh, the court design so far and the jerseys? Yeah, I've, I feel like the jerseys and the courts have been really hit or miss. Like I either love them or they look absolutely like awful. Um, and, and so the, uh, less so the jerseys, like I don't really care as much about the jerseys, like some of them are are cool but some of the courts are a a little bit too bright for my liking it kind of makes it a little bit tough to watch um especially like 
like the Thunder Court is like a neon blue, which is, I mean, that was almost giving me a headache watching that game. <laughs> um, and then like that, the Bulls have like a super bright red court. Um, so that that was kind of interesting. Kind of, honestly, kind of felt like I was watching a, a Boise State football game with the Thunder's court. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, I. I... I'd say my least favorite is probably the the Bulls one. Just, I mean, it's literally like a blood red. <laughs> and it's, I mean, and then it blends in with their jerseys as well. So I'm like trying to yeah. find some of the players, but well, even the ball is kind of tough to see with the red. Right, right. But um, I think it, you know, pulls attention to some of the younger fans though that we have in the NBA. I think a lot of the younger fans like to see change. You know, different things that the NBA is incorporating and i think this is a you know the next step in in the league is adding in a play-in tournament type of deal like this and then changing up jerseys and and the flooring and um i think it's going to bring in a lot more fans for the nba and you know it's 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 the numbers are looking good so far so i like what i've seen through that um let's get into like some of the you know just the standings what you've seen out of uh, the Eastern and Western uh, Conference. What what's what team's been like the biggest surprise for you this far? Ten games into the NBA season. Um, that's that's kind of tough to have just one, but I'd say right. You can say multiple if you want. Yeah, I mean, one of them I'd probably say, or I'll do one good one and one bad one. Um, one good surprise I would say would be like. I wouldn't even say it was necessarily a surprise, but would be the Pacers. Um, I think it, it, it was a little bit expected just because they were pretty good with Halbert and healthy last year. Um, and then obviously they, they added some pieces too with Bruce Brown and Toppin. Um, I think they've contributed pretty well at times, um, especially tonight Toppin went off. But um, it's just, just Halbert in general has just been not, not really surprising, but just like, crazy how good he's playing because like i mean dude's just an assist machine but he's also scoring at a high clip too um and i mean you can just tell he plays winning basketball and it's showing too because i mean they just beat a really good uh sixers team tonight and the sixers uh coming in this game were what were like eight and one i think um eight and one yep so that was that was a big win for them um I just think Hal Burton's kind of taking that next step up where he's like kind of like arrived a little bit like um, where he's somebody that like you, you have to take note of. Um, and then or you want to say anything about the, the Pacers before I say my other one? Yeah, I mean, just going off Hal Burton, I think you said it pretty well. I mean, he's averaging 24 and 12 might it's probably going up after this game, too. Um, I think he's played phenomenal definitely an all-star caliber player early on in the season so far my question to you is do you think he's you know maybe in that mvp candidacy is are we am i getting too ahead of myself is it way too early to talk about mvps you know 10 games uh, in the 82 game season yeah i mean is it it's a little early just like in general for anybody but i mean if right. if we were to have it right now he'd be in it just because like he's playing that good and like the record speaks for itself too um, but uh, probably a little too early for MVP talk. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, they're seven and four, I believe. What are they? They're probably tied for fourth in the East, I believe. Yeah, I think with the Heat. 
Yeah. Yeah. So tied for third, actually. So um, I think the Heat have the advantage because they've won six straight, and I believe they have a better division. Yeah, they're 3-0 in the division. So, um, yeah, I, I've been impressed with Indiana. Um a team that, you know, we, we talked about, we just talked about in Philadelphia. You know, I've kind of been surprised. You know, they lost today, but I think overall, just eight and two records sitting atop, tied for first in the Eastern Conference. I don't know if I was expecting that after losing James Harden. Maybe it, you know, gave more freedom to Tyrese Maxey. It definitely looks like it has. And uh, Embiid's played well. And, you know, the additions of, you know, Kelly Oubre and Patrick Beverly and some of these players. Um, obviously, if you guys haven't heard, Kelly Oubre got in a car crash. Uh, I believe he has broken ribs. He'll be out for a little while. So that kind of hurts their team a little bit because, I mean, he's been playing phenomenal for them um, coming off the bench. I think he's been averaging like close to 15, 16 points a game coming off that bench. And, you know, it really showed today in, the, in their game against Indiana when they only had four bench points total. So um, hopefully he gets back and healthy. And, uh, you know, I, I think they're one of the big surprises in the Eastern Conference this far. Yeah, yeah, that that was pretty crazy, honestly, because that wasn't even just a car crash. He was hit by a car right, <laughs> while walking. Um, but, yeah, he, he was definitely giving them a spark off the bench that – they're kind of missing right now um but i mean the real talk of the Sixers is just how good tyrese maxi is playing like uh he's he's another one that's like in the same as uh halberd they're, they're different types of players um but i mean maxi man he's just so freaking fast out there like he gets to his spots like it's just crazy like he puts defenders out of position so quickly it, it's kind of crazy to watch. Um, he's like a, a fox that can actually shoot. Um, so he's he's pretty right. damn good. Um, he's like he's like fox and John Wall speed, but he's got the shot where he can just give you a little jab, and the defender's gonna bite on that every time. So, and, <laughs> I mean, we saw it when he put up his career high at fifty points, I believe, not too long ago, and had seven went seven of eleven from three. So. He's definitely like improved his game, and I think you know having James Harden out definitely helps him, and you know just him being able to show off his ability um, as the starting point guard for the Sixers. Yeah, definitely. Um, then going on uh, more of a, a negative side uh, for a team that's kind of surprised me so far this year, um, I'd probably have to go with. Because uh, we're staying in the Eastern Conference, right? Or you can I admit you can go wherever you want. You can go west if you want. Um, uh, well, just... I mean, I'll, I'll stay in the East. Um, okay, we could do them s- separate probably. Um, I'd say a team that surprised me the, the most, like in a bad way, would have to be uh, the Detroit Pistons. Been absolutely awful after a two and one start. They've lost nine straight games. Um, and it's really just just disappointing. Um, I think I was expecting a lot more from them with, uh, you know, Cade coming back this year. Um, and then, obviously, um, they drafted uh, oh, what's that? Os- Sir Thompson, uh, right? Sir Thompson. Yeah, he's Sir been Sir. killing it. Um, yeah, I mean, he's been playing really good, and so has Sasser, their, their other rookie. Um, right. But it's more just like 
they haven't really been able to put it together and they they also haven't been able to oh my god dude you <laughs> see that? no i didn't see it something in the wolves game it's they're fighting right now wait what clay, dude clay and mcdaniels were fighting right now jeez damn Tempers flying in the in the Wolves Golden State game already. Jeez, yeah, so, sorry about that. That just caught my eye. I was like, oh my god, they're fighting. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, going back to the Pistons, like that, they just have they've just struggled. I feel like they're they're kind of missing like Bogdanovich. Oh jeez, now now I'm seeing it. Are you seeing it? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, go on, go on. Yeah, that's crazy. But um. They're missing Bogdanovich, which I, I think he's kind of a key piece there because he's probably their best shooter, most consistent shooter. Um, and then also Duran's kind of – he's had an ankle injury that he's been dealing with, so he's been playing some nights, but it, 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 they really look a lot worse with Duran out of the game. Right. Um, he's definitely one of their better defenders, but I, I think they can pick it up. I just think I was expecting a little bit, bit more from them. I was kind of expecting them to be more of like a 500 team this year, but it's definitely not heading in that that direction. <laughs> no. I mean, they definitely have like a, a solid roster with like a bunch of good players. It just seems like they have no team chemistry on their team. Like I even like B Big Stu too, Isaiah Stewart. I think he's played yeah. really good on the defensive end. Um, you talked about Cade, Asar. Um, Duran, hopefully they get him back soon and healthy. Um, I just don't know where you go with this team. Like, is it because they just got um, who's their coach? Um, Monty Williams, name? right? Monty Williams, yeah. And you know, I thought him. I thought he's done incredible with younger players, and maybe it'll take a little bit of time to kind of you know, get the plays running, you know, get their offense set up. And then also on the defensive end, getting back in transition. I think that's been an, a huge fault in their uh, game this far, but I just don't know. Like if you're a Detroit fan, like where, where's the silver lining? Cause like you have all this talent, but you're still losing games. I just, I'm, I'm kind of baffled that, I mean, the same as you with, with this Detroit team. I thought they'd be pretty good, especially like like you said, 2-1 after the first three games. I think they were tied for first in the East, and now they're last. So it's crazy how quick things can change when you know you start going on these losing streaks. Well, they just ejected Draymond. Oh, boy. I mean, if he's ejected... Warriors have little like zero zero chance of winning this game. Was it I just Draymond did. too? No, and Clay. Draymond and Clay got ejected. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just those two. Just those two. I don't even think McDaniel's <laughs> did. That's wow. Oh, actually, no. McDaniel's got ejected too. <laughs> that 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 sucks. But I mean. We still have We're not players. even two minutes into the game, and, and we have. <laughs> it was three still zero zero. <laughs> yeah, it's zero zero. Ten seventeen in the game. That's that's wild. Uh, I mean, it was already going to be tough for the Warriors having Steph out, but now that you have Steph, Draymond, and Clay out, <laughs> yikes. 
Wow. These what? tournament games, we're telling you. You got you got to get invested in them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyways, getting back to it, I'd say a team in the East that has been disappointing for me um, thus far is probably the Cleveland Cavaliers. I mean, they're four and six right now. They finally got Jared Allen back, so that'll help a little bit with paint presence, even though Mobley's been terrific. Donovan Mitchell's been terrific. Darius Garland always, you know, has close to a double-double in points and assists. But I, I just – they're one of those teams like D- Detroit where, like, they they have trouble closing out games. And um, I just – it's tough because, like, if, if they keep on having this issue, too, you could see Cleveland maybe being sellers close to the trade deadline. Again, we're 10 games in, so I don't want to over-exaggerate, you know, just being a 4-6. and six, But if it keeps going this way, I mean, you might have to, you know, trade away a Donovan Mitchell if he gets upset. But he'd probably have to ask for that trade, granted. And, um, you know, I... I don't know. I, I like Max Struess, too. I think the addition of Max Struess has, you know, opened space the floor a little bit because we saw that in the playoffs with Cleveland, the big thing is they couldn't space the floor with the two bigs on the floor. So um, adding Struess in, I thought he, I think he had like a pretty good first game where he had like 27 points. And then after that, he's been, you know, single digits, low teens scoring wise. So um, Donovan Mitchell just needs help scoring. Uh, you can't carry the team all by himself, but um, I'd say that's my biggest disappointment in the Eastern Conference so far. Yeah, yeah, the Cavs have de- that they've definitely struggled. Um, I think part of it is they do need to just get healthy. I like Garland's missed three games, Jared Allen's missed or four games um, or five games actually. Um, Okoro has been out too, um, so. I think getting healthy will could help a little bit, um, but yeah, like like you said though, like they do just need they need scoring consistent scoring from somebody other than Donovan Mitchell, which they don't always have. Um, but yeah, they're, they're definitely a team to watch for um, seeing how like the rest of the season goes before the trade deadline. Because I, th- I think isn't Donovan Mitchell like isn't his contract up this year or next year? Um, I know it's up soon because yeah, it's either it's either this year or next year. I'm not sure which one it is, but um, they definitely have a decision to make. With I mean, <laughs> if you're Cleveland, you want to hold on to him, right? Oh, I would yeah, I would try to get screwed a max deal set for him. <laughs> yeah, right. So if you know he's gonna walk in free agency, I mean, you gotta try to make a deal and get the best you can back for him. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> you can't. You can't lose a top, what, 20 player in this league for nothing. Especially when you gave Especially up somebody when you like freaking Laurie Markkinen and then like three picks, right, or three firsts. Something like that, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's a big issue. Um, yeah. Let's look at the Western Conference, though. Um, what is one team in the West that's surprised you? I think I might know who it is if it's not – um, well, I mean, they haven't surprised me. I, I've I've always thought this team just had, had that that grit in them, uh, but that that be have to be the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, I think. So you thought this year they'd be as good as as they've shown so far? Yeah, I thought Especially I thought the they'd be. Man. I thought they'd be this good last year, 
it just took a year late. That's true. Um, yeah. But I, I do think that that they're really uh I think they're legit, honestly. I think it's not just a Minnesota thing either. Like I think they're a legitimately good defensive team. Uh Gobert looks like he's healthier this year, which has been really helpful. Um it looks like he's moving a little more fluid. Um and just like his connection with Conley is just night and day better than uh it was with Russell. Um which helps out a lot. And then I just think Ant man, man, dude, he he's taking that. He's the, like, he's similar to Halburton, where I, I feel like they're taking like that next step, where that they want to be a part of the new future of superstars, um, and they're they're showing why they should be. Um, you see, they're comparing him to Michael Jordan now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've always kind of compared him to to, to MJ. Um, he just got that such a fluid game too, like. I mean, and he's so damn athletic. It, it's honestly crazy. Like he he's had some really good chase down blocks this year, and then just some good hustle plays in general. Like like clamping uh, Tatum at the end of that uh, that game earlier this year with, with five, five fouls. fouls. Like that that's pretty impressive. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's not too much to say right now because like obviously it's a long season. But I mean, watch out for them them boys in Minnesota. I'll, I'll yeah. just say that. Yeah, I mean, looking at it right now, I think, let's see, there's four teams undefeated at home. One of them is the Minnesota Timberwolves at 5-0. and You got Denver. Uh, surprisingly, the Lakers are undefeated at home. Um, and then you also have the Boston Celtics, who another good team that's undefeated at home. But I think it's huge. I mean, it's pretty awesome that uh, me, you, and Adam got season tickets for this year. I think this is the perfect year for it. And, you know, just being at that Boston Celtics game, I think that's probably one of the best games I've ever been to and probably the best game this year overall in the league. Um, beating the Celtics in OT, beating the Denver Nuggets, the defending champs, who a lot of people have both those teams going to the finals this year. So, showing that you can play with those two of the best teams in the league and then, you know, beating the Warriors once, maybe twice if they win today, but I'm not going to get ahead of myself yet. Um, but just looking at the players overall, it looks like, you know, they're playing together. McDaniels, Ant um, at the guard position, guarding have been phenomenal. Conley, I think, had one turnover in the first game. After that, he hasn't had a turnover since. He's got the best plus minus in uh, assist to turnover ratio at like 30.1. I think the next closest person is at like 9.8 or something like that. Um, So that's a crazy stat. Um, Gobert has been, you know, like his Utah Jazz days, you know, defensive player of the year, all defensive team, Gobert. He's protected the paint great. Um, The only thing that I have to say about the Wolves that maybe isn't there yet is Carl, Carl Anthony Towns. I think, you know, he's averaging a career low in points and rebounds this year, um, career low in three-point percentage and field goal percentage. So I would look for him to kind of get going a little bit sooner than later. Um, and, and if that happens, I mean, watch out for this team. I mean, I have them number one overall in my power rankings uh, this month, so... 
you know, if really? he can get going, I think this, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're tied right now for the best record in the NBA, and they oh, got the yeah. number one number one overall defense. Um, I think they're middle of the pack in offensive net rating, but um, margin of victory, I think they're top three behind only the Boston Celtics, and I think the 76ers as well. But um, they've been just you know, on fire to start off the season. Hopefully they can, you know, make it go the rest of the season and not, you know, stall out or have to deal with injuries or any fights between Anderson and Gobert. So, um, <laughs> so far so good though for in Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I agree with a lot of that. I, I would m- maybe still have some caution and put them as number one. Cause I, I feel like the, the Sixers were playing a, a very high level. Um, and then Boston, even though we beat them, they they were missing Derek White, who is, um, I mean, he does make a difference. Um, oh, for sure. But but uh, it's also I mean, it's a power rankings though. Yeah, no, I mean we're absolutely a, a top like five team so far. It honestly kind of looks like we like somehow like flip powers with the Grizzlies somehow, because um, now right. that now they're they're trash and we're. Up at the top, <laughs> but I mean, we were never uh, like two and eight to start off a season, last uh, place in the West. But <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, we we've been we've but... been close. But like the previous two years, it was the Grizzlies up there with the top two um, in the West. Um, so that that would be cool if we we could avoid the play-in because I would. It would be nice if the Wolves didn't have to play a one or two seed to to start the the playoffs if. But yeah. uh, we're obviously, I'm obviously getting a little ahead of myself here, but um, nice yeah. start for the Wolves, and hopefully it keeps up, especially because, like Alex said, we got season tickets, so it's it's always nice to see a good team out there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we already have tr- traditions going at the T-Wolves games. Like, we have certain seats that we sit. We haven't changed seats. Switched around <laughs> seats. I mean... <laughs> We're trying to make sure that we don't lose a game at home. So anything that we can do to just keep the tradition going, we're going to keep doing that. So, so far, so good. Uh, for me, just looking at a team in the West, obviously I would have picked the Timberwolves as well, but that's we're just being maybe a little biased, but it's also some truth in it as well. Um, I could mention, you know, the Dallas Mavericks, who are 8-2. and two. They've played really well in the offensive end. Looks like Kyrie and Luka are finally, you know, finding their groove together, looking like, you know, LeBron and Kyrie used to in uh, in Cleveland, but um, I, I could mention OKC. I think they've played really well at seven and four, but um, for me, it's the Houston Rockets. I think I, you know they've made the biggest turnaround from a year to year basis. Um, I think they were the third worst team. They might have been even lower than that last year, but um, starting off the year pretty hot. They're six and three. Started off 0-3. They've been on a six-game winning streak. You know, adding Fred VanVleet, just a good veteran guard that can, you know, ball handle, get your offense going. Um, Adding Dylan Brooks, who a lot of people (laughs) wanted to go overseas because they thought he was trash. He's having a career year shooting the ball. I think he's over 40% from three. Um and we all know what he brings for energy wise and defense as well. Um, and then you add in, you know, players that have stepped up like Sangoon, baby Jokic. I, I think he's been phenomenal this year. Uh, I think Matt, you have him in, in our dynasty league. I think you have him and Jokic. So that's yeah. a kind of a scary, 
you know duo to have to deal with it on a on a weekly basis but um you know the only negative i could say about this houston rockets team is you know it's still early a lot to kind of figure out with this team on how they sit in the west um and then also losing your first round pick um and thompson to i think it was just knee soreness or something like that so he's going to be out for um two to three weeks i believe so that's that's probably the only thing i could ankle? say about them so far or ankle injury yeah that's right yeah but yeah no i, I agree with but that he, i think uh what no i was just gonna, right. just gonna say that i mean he really hasn't got that many minutes either so i mean not yeah. not a huge loss but no, I, they they've definitely looked good, and it it hasn't really just been against bad teams either. They've just they just beat the the um, Kings twice in a row. They beat the Lakers, uh, the Pelicans, and then they beat um, the Nuggets, the defending champs. So, little baby Jokic on Jokic crime there. Yeah. Um, even though Jokic did have a freaking monster game right. that game. Um, I think the the only thing that has been a, a little disappointing so far this year um, has been Jabari Smith. I feel like uh, I was hoping uh, for a little bit more out of him, but I mean it's still, still early in the season. I think he can still start turning it up as, as the season goes along. Um, it, it's it's kind of tough for them right now because they're they're kind of just finding who the go-to person is going to be um, for them because like yeah. I don't know, it's just tough. Because Van Fleet likes to shoot, Dylan Brooks likes to let it fly. Like so, kind of just got to figure Green. out that a little bit. Jalen Green, yeah. Um, and that that's why it is nice to have someone like Sangoon because he's just a distributor when it, when he needs to be, and then he can score when he has to. Um, and he's got good hands on defense. He's pretty good steals guy for a big man. Uh, but yeah, I'd I'd agree with that for a pleasant surprise. Um, then uh, on the the flip side, uh, a team. I mean, we kind of. I mean, my team kind of already mentioned them, but the the Memphis Grizzlies is who I'd go with for a team that's been a surprise. I mean, I I wasn't expecting them to be like great without Jaw, especially considering they lost Dylan Brooks and Tyus. I think those are two pretty big losses um, for their team, as well as. Uh, Steven Adams right before the season started. Um, and then Brandon Clark's still not back from his Achilles tear, which I don't think he'll be back soon either. Um, so that that is a lot of, like, missing pieces. Um, and then obviously, like, the talent of Jaw, that's a pretty dang missing right. piece. But um, at the same time, they did get Marcus Smart. Um, but he's just a different player than uh, – Tyus is I think Tyus helps more when Jaws out whereas I feel like Marcus Smart will help more when Jaws there than Tyus would if that makes sense no it definitely does Um, but I I think uh, I think they still can turn it around though because I mean when Jaw comes back they are a different team Um, and I've still liked what I've seen out of Bain I feel like Bain's done pretty well so far this year he's been one of the the lone bright spots, um, Jaron Jackson has struggled a little bit. I, I, I think Jaron Jackson's a really good I think player. He's been decent. I, yeah, I think he's a really good player. I just don't think he's like that talented offensively. Where no, 
He's not gonna put um, up thirty here or anything. No, uh, he's better as like the third scoring option with like Jaw number one, Bane, and then him. Um, right. But I, I think they'll figure it out. Um, they also have a ton of new guys playing too, like uh, a bunch of young guys. Um, but it's just been a little bit surprising. Like two and uh, what are they? Two and eight or two and eight? Yep. Yeah, two and eight. Like that's pretty rough start. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think they were zero and six to start the year as well. Yeah, that sounds like that's that is pretty crazy because they were a, a good team last year too. So um, even when Ja wasn't playing too, but I mean th- that yeah. just shows how important Tyus was. Um, to their team, and also, um, you know, uh, who else? Uh, I think, yeah, honestly, I think they should have kept Dylan Brooks. Like, I yeah. feel like he kind of embodied what Memphis is, just a grit and grind type player. But I mean, it is what it is at this point. That, um, but yeah, that that would be my team. Yeah, do you have a, any team that you thought has kind of been underwhelming so far? Yeah, I mean it's got to be the Clippers at this point. They're three and six on a five-game losing streak. After add, I think they're on a two or three-game losing streak with having James Harden on their team now. Um, I think four. <laughs> four. I mean, yeah. if you guys have been under a rock or anything, James Harden got traded uh, from the 76ers to uh, the Clippers. Uh, Clippers gave up a bunch of role players. I think some of them to note were Batum. Um, you had Marcus Morris. Uh, who else was in that deal? Rocco. Yep. Robert Covington. Uh, then that young guy, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. That was on the Rockets. Oh, KJ Martin. Yeah, KJ Martin. Um, yeah, so those four players who, you know. So basically I, I don't basically know if... every forward on their team. Right. Right, and then they also gave up. Was it just one first-round pick as well? Yeah, but unprotected though. Unprotected, yeah. So I mean, when you give up all that, and you got a starting five that looks like Russell well, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and Ivaka Zubats, you're expected to win games. I mean, just to put it blatantly, like you gotta. That's that's a team that on paper should be the best team in the West. You got, what, two former MVPs. You got two former defensive player of the years. Um, so much talent on this team. Paul George has played well. I, You know, Kawhi's played well. I even think Westbrook's played pretty good as well. But I haven't seen anything from James Harden that's going to make me, you know, think that this team's going to win a championship. And, you know... <laughs> I think a lot of the people listening are like, oh, Al, but you picked them to win the, the finals last year. I was like, I mean, yeah, I did. I did pick them. And, you know, I thought something would change. And I think I have to just come to grasp and just, you know, kind of let this die out for me. So, um, yeah, I, I'm just I'm, I'm selling stock on the Clippers as of now. I, I just have no confidence in them being a great playoff team. Um, and they got to stay healthy with all four of these players. Uh, what are your thoughts on this uh, this Clippers franchise? Yeah, I mean, right now it definitely looks pretty bleak, but um, I think 
when you do have that much talent, I think you can get it to like turn things around. Like I think they have the ability to turn things around just because of the sheer talent that they have. Um, as long as they can stay healthy, I think they can turn it around. Um, but like if like Kawhi or Paul George goes down, that absolutely no freaking shot if if one of those two goes down. Um, I was actually like I was listening to a podcast the other day and they're they're saying um, I think it was like the Clippers like locked on and he was saying like it the Clippers would maybe look better if they started Westbrook and brought Harden off the bench if they started uh, Westbrook um, Terrence Mann or yeah Terrence Mann right or yeah Terrence Mann yeah. Um, <laughs> I always get him and the man on uh, Trey Man messed up. Oh, Trey uh, Man on OKC. Uh, yeah, on OKC. Um, but if they started him, and then uh, obviously like George, uh, Kawhi, and then Zubak, and then brought Harden off the bench to kind of run that second unit, kind of, honestly, kind of like what the Warriors are doing with Chris Paul. Um, yeah, that, that could maybe be so, something that works better because like. They're, he was saying like like their stats are actually like pretty good with Westbrook like uh, with Westbrook Paul George and Kawhi on the court at the same time their stats are actually like pretty solid um, because they like to push the pace and try to get turnovers and stuff like that um, and Harden like Harden's good still in my opinion I think he's obviously not not the best defender and he's always kind of been lazy on defense but that's why I feel like they could be so good if they just take him off the bench like he can still play 30 minutes but like if they had that bench unit like that's where i see a lot of their problems is that bench unit and then like you have so many people that could use the ball like in your starting unit like because a lot of the bench players like um powell and then um what's that other guy's name um another they have another shooter too uh oh bones um Paul and Bones, like uh, those guys, they they don't need to be like dribble guys. Like those guys are fine, like spotting up. So that's why it'd be perfect to have Harden run like the pick and roll game with like Plumlee when he gets back off the bench, and then have those guys as spot up shooters. Like that's a pretty solid bench. Um, I, I do think they could use like a four though, like off the bench. Like they're a little bit limited in that sense. Um, I mean, they had like but, three or four of them that that they got a, gave away. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> They they definitely should have kept. I feel like they should have kept Batum, but I can. See. Well, they have PJ Tucker now, so I mean PJ oh, yeah, Tucker. Oh yeah, I, I, I forget about about Tucker, but yeah, I mean I think I feel like that's a pretty good bench unit. Um, if, if Harden was on the bench, but he's got to buy into it though. Yeah, I'm not sure, so sure that he'll buy into it. Whereas you, like I mean you, no go ahead. Where I I was gonna say like whereas like Harden or uh, Westbrook would maybe buy into it. But I don't think it fits as well. Like I feel like Westbrook maybe fits better with the starters, just because he's not like type. a true scorer. Yeah, cause just because the type of player he is, and they're like a little faster paced when Westbrook is out there, and Harden kind of does like to slow it up and run that pick and roll. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I don't know if he'll buy into it, but I mean, if um, what's their coach's name again? Um, Tyron Lute, yeah. Uh, I feel like he's one of those coaches that is willing to mix it up, though. So, I mean, it could be interesting to see what they do. Um, I don't know. 
Chem chemistry is a big thing, though. I mean, we saw it last year with the Wolves. Like, it, it took a little bit to get Rudy incorporated. Um, right. But, I mean, at the same time, though, like, they got to win now. Like, the pre pressure, like, is continuously mounting on this Clippers team. Um, yeah. <laughs> and you can almost see it on the court, too, that the pressure is there. Because um, they, they do get frustrated at times, but... Yeah, I mean, you, I mean can, you can sense it in their fans too. <laughs> like when things aren't going well, I mean, yeah. you can just tell by you know, like it gets quiet in there, and you get you can, I can feel the quietness just watching it on NBA League Pass. But <laughs> you know, I, I think, you know, I agree with you. It would be smart to bring James Harden off, you know, off the bench, run that secondary unit. If they don't decide to do that, though, like. I think Tyron Lue's got to do his best job of splitting up those stars and, you know, maybe having Paul George play majority of the first quarter, same with, you know, Kawhi, maybe bring, I think he's tried to do this a little bit, bringing Hard, or like Harden out with like five minutes left in the first and then having him start that second quarter with, you know, a group that is surrounded by like shooters and, you know, defenders like PJ Tucker. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's a big you know, change when you add in a piece like James Harden, you know, and you know, it's, it's up to Tyron Lue to be able to, you know, fix that and um, get them ready for, you know, hopefully a long postseason. but that uh, will be de determined. Um, we're going to take a short break though. When we come back, we'll talk about um, projected lines. Yeah, I know it's probably cheating a little bit because we're doing it 10 games into the season, but um, we'll have a little fun with that. We'll also get into some betting odds for Friday's games. Um, and then we'll do, um, a little NBA pick em slash lightning round, whatever you want to call it, uh, to end the podcast, but we'll be right back. Welcome back. Um, Matt, we're going to look at some, uh, projected, uh, win totals for, Pretty much, yeah, I'll say every team. Um, we'll start in the Atlantic Division. So looking at Boston Celtics, win totals projected at 53 and a half. Um, I don't know if you want to take in <laughs> take into mind that they are eight and two, I believe, or seven and two. So yeah, seven and two. So um, this is probably a quick one, right? Probably over. On that yeah, mark, I, th I think I, I would have said over at the beginning. Yeah, too. even before. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's a quick one. Uh, we'll go to Brooklyn. They're at thirty-seven and a half. Um, interesting line. We did hear that Ben Simmons is injured. Um, he might be out for a little while. Not sure how much that truly impacts their win total, but I think it'll impact it a little bit. Um, for me, I'm probably going to go under on this total. Um, I don't think Mikel Bridges has been the same Mikel Bridges he was last year. Cam Johnson is kind of struggling a little bit, um, and I like uh, the other teams in this division in New York, Philly, Toronto, and Boston a little bit more. Yeah, that. I mean, that one's a tough one because they, they were um... – most of their wins, like they were over 500 last year, but most of their wins were when KD was still there. So I'm going to go under on this one as well. They're over 500 right now, too. 
Oh, no, I know. But, like, teams are taking jumps, too. Like, their schedule hasn't been particularly hard yet. Um, so I, I'm going to go under. I, it's going to get more hard. Right. New York Knicks, 43 and a half. Um, seeing, they're, they're 500 right now. Um, I haven't liked what I've seen out of Julius Randle, especially on the defensive end of the ball. His offense has dipped as well. Um, Brunson hasn't been the same as he finished the year. RJ Barrett having a, a probably his best start to a season thus far. Um, but I, I, I think I'll take the under at 43 and a half for the New York Knicks. Yeah, this, this one could go either way. Cause I know Julius Randle had like that off season surgery too. Um, so I think he's kind of working his way back from that. Um, uh, that one's tough. I think they'll probably go just over it at 44. Okay. Way to be different a little bit. Um, going into the 76ers, Philadelphia, 48 and a half. Uh, we talked about their hot start. Um, I like what I've seen out of Maxi. I do believe they're going to have some issues coming off the bench, trying to get some bench scoring, especially with Ubre missing extended time um, with broken ribs. I'm still going over, though. Um, I think, you know, they got a solid two, uh, two-man two game with, with Maxi and MB to get them um, probably around 49-50 wins, even though that is a high number at 48.5. Phillies is 48.5? Yeah. Oh, I, th- I think they easily go over that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree. Uh, Toronto Raptors, 37.5, same as Brooklyn. Uh, I think Toronto's got a better team than Brooklyn just defensively. You know, Scotty Barnes had a mid-sophomore season. Um, definitely showing out in this third year. I like Toronto to go over. 42.5. 37 and a half. Oh, 30, oh, 37. Oh, uh, yeah, I'd go over. Yeah. All right, let's go to the Central Division in the East. Uh, starting out with Chicago. 37 and a half for Chicago. Um, Taking the under. <laughs> yeah, that's a quick one, yeah. Under on that one. Uh, I think they're going to be sellers at the trade deadline, especially the way the season's going right now. Everybody's talking about Zach, Zach Levine could be traded, DeMar DeRozan maybe, Busevich trading, traded. Um, it's not going Chicago's way right now. Um, moving on to Cleveland. Cleveland's line is at 49 and a half. Um, I'm going to take the under on that one. Um, I don't think they're better than Boston. I don't think they're better than Philly. Um, Miami. Milwaukee, I, I think they're like a fifth seed um, at best in the Eastern Conference. And that's probably under 50 wins. Yeah, I would agree with that. I'd say under. Under. Uh, Detroit at 27 and a half. Matt, what you got? Over, under. Uh, my my so, heart wants to say number. over, but I'll probably go under for them. I mean, that's a pretty rough start. And I don't know when Bogdanovich is coming back. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's tough to say. 
I want to pick over so bad, but I'll go with under. <laughs> yeah. Um, no Bogdanovich. Jaden Ivey only playing 20 minutes a game. Coming off the bench as well. Uh, I'm going to have to say under as well for this one. Um, even though, I mean, tw- 28 wins. It's I mean, it seems doable for a Detroit team, but um, tough start. Indiana Pacers, 35 and a half. Um, picked up a solid win against Philly tonight. I'm going to go over on this. I think they've got a complete team, um, and I like what Tyrese is doing. Yeah, were these these are preseason or these are current ones? Um, I looked them up on DraftKings, so it could be current. Okay, but it, it seems pretty low I mean, for the Pacers. But I'll I'll definitely take the over for that. Right, yeah, over for me as well. Um, Milwaukee Bucks fifty two and a half. Um, new addition Damian Lillard. Um, you know, they, their defense has really struggled. This is a tough one. I still think with Giannis, I think they get to 53. But I could see this going either way. I'm going to go over, though. Yeah, this one this one definitely is tough. Because uh, that means if, if they don't go over it, they're, they're not going to be probably a top three seed. And I think they'll be a top three seed. So I'm going to have to right. go with the over as well. Okay. Southeast division, last division in the Eastern Conference, Atlanta, Fal- Atlanta Falcons, <laughs> Atlanta Hawks. Uh, they're at 40, 42 and a half. Get Bijan um, some touches. <laughs> I like what Atlanta's doing. <laughs> yeah. You know, I like the way they run the ball. They got a good run game, good run scheme, <laughs> great defense. <laughs> and they got a uh, coup at, uh, at kicker. Hell so yeah. I- I'm going over. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What is the what Hawks? You? It's 42 and a half. 42 and a half. Uh, and they're pretty good with these lines. Um, Mm-hmm. I'll take I'll take the over for it. I think the the Hawks have been playing pretty good. Yeah, I like I like um, my boy Jalen Johnson. Yeah, Jalen's been playing pretty solid in a starting uh, lineup there in Atlanta. Um, Charlotte Hornets thirty one and a half. That's just. I know you're more of a Lamelo Ball fan than I am. Um, I like Mark Williams a lot. I think some point, maybe in the season, they'll get Miles Bridges back, maybe. So Friday. I'm s- on Friday. They're getting him back. Yeah, I'm. I'm smashing the over on this. Smashing the over. I'm gonna take the under. I just. Uh, I, Charlotte's always one of those teams that is always at the bottom of the standings. So I'll take the under, but I could definitely see them going over. Um, PJ Washington had a career night today. Uh, I think he had 32 points. So I can definitely see it going over. Uh, Miami Heat, 48 and a half. Not always the best regular season team. However, I like what I see out of, uh, out of Tyler Hero this year. 
I think he's played, some would say, better than Jimmy Butler. Maybe not on defensive end, but definitely offensively. He's definitely played um, a lot better on the offensive end. Uh, and I'm going to take the over. Really? Uh, I'm going with the under. Okay. I think they could be a, a four seed in the East. Maybe compete with Philly at the three. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I feel like uh, they were one and four to start, so like they, they can go on streaks, and I think they'll have a losing streak at some point. Yeah. Uh, Orlando Magic, 35 and a half. Uh, I'm... I like what Orlando's doing. Uh, they got a lot of good size. They just got to get healthy. Uh, Markell's missed a lot of games. Wendell Carter's missed a lot of games. Um, you know, Jonathan Isaac just came back off of, you know, basically two plus years of missing games. So, um, but I, I think I'm taking the over on this because I, I like what they're building there. I like what Suggs is bringing them uh, when it comes to energy and, uh, the defensive end, and then you add in Paolo Bancaro, uh, Franz Wagner, um, and, and that whole unit. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go with uh, This one's tough. Uh, I feel like, yeah, they'll probably go over. I mean, they had, they had 34 wins last year. I could, I think, yeah, they'll probably improve by a couple. Right. Uh, last one. Washington Wizards, 24 and a half. I'm going under. <laughs> I'm going under, too. Yeah, we'll just skip Washington. <laughs> uh, let's go to the Western Conference. Northwest Division, Denver Nuggets, 54 and a half. Uh, I think that's the largest uh, total, which it should be. They're de- the defending champs. Um, you know, Jamal Murray's missing some time. Might take away some wins, but they still have the MVP or, you know, two-time MVP in Nikola Jokic. MPJ's taking another step, I believe. Um, and I still believe in Aaron Gordon playing Aaron Gordon and KCP being great defenders. So I'm going to, I'm going to take the over. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll take the over too. I think, I mean, they're still a really good team. Um, some of these young guys, Lesser known, but are still decent role players. So I agree. Uh, Minnesota Timberwolves, pretty easy one. 43 and a half. We just crushing the over on that one. Yeah, it should be more around like 70, I would say, probably. Yeah, I'd agree. I, I might just take out everything that I have in my bank account and just put it all on Minnesota to crush that over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. Same exact as Minnesota. They're at 43 and a half. Um, I think we're both pretty big OKC fans as well. I think I'm going over on this. Yeah, I'm going over on it too. I think OKC looks pretty darn good. Yep. Portland Trailblazers, 37 and a half uh, under on this one for sure. 37 and a half? Yeah. Do you think they're getting 38 wins? I don't even... I don't even know if they'll get 30. Right. I'm going Um, under. I I just can't believe that. They have a higher win total than the Utah Jazz at 34 and a half. That one's kind of tough. 
I know that's like a perfect number because like they haven't had the best start to the season, but I like a lot of the pieces on their team. Oh boy, I'm, I think I'm still gonna go under. I am gonna go over because they, they had 37 wins last year. I feel like they didn't. Get, I, I mean, you could argue that they got better on paper this year. Um, yeah, I'll go over. Okay. Yeah, I just I think the West is just a lot deeper. I think they might run into issues, but I could definitely see it going over as well. Uh, Pacific Division, we got Golden State at 49 and a half wins. Uh, Steph Curry's not playing tonight. Draymond, Clay, both got kicked out. Um, and they're still up by four points uh, with 238 left in the first half. So, um, yeah, I think they're, you know, the Chris Paul edition, um, I think, is working its way out. I still think they're missing a big guy, um, whether they get that, you know, by the trade deadline or bring in a guy off the streets. Um, I, I think they still get over that 49 and a half. I think they go under. Under? I think, uh, yeah. They okay. just have not looked that great. Uh, Clippers, 46 and a half. I'm going under. I just don't. I have no faith in them anymore. Damn, that, that's rough. Uh, this one is tough. This is like right at the line too. Uh, so that they'll definitely go on a streak at some point. I'll go. I'll go under though. I think they did lose a lot of bench depth. I'm also factoring in some injuries that'll probably happen during the season as well. Um, yeah. Lakers, 48 and a half. Two more games in the Clippers. Do they get to that 49-50 mark? That's tough. You know, I think they brought in a lot of good pieces this offseason. Hasn't really clicked yet. I believe they're 500 right now as we speak. Um, I'm still going over. Big LeBron fan. Um, Got to crush the over on that. Do we know when Vanderbilt's coming back yet? or? There hasn't really been any word, but I've, I've heard he's been practicing with the team. It's just been more, um, you know, he hasn't done five-on-five five drills. Mm, it's 48 and a half, so they got to get 49. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go just under. I think that's right about four. I think they'll be at 48. Right. Um, Phoenix Suns. 51 and a half. Second best odds Eesh. in the Western Conference. Um, you know, they they have that trio, though, with, you know, Devin Booker's coming back on Wednesday. Uh, tomorrow, right? Oh, he's I think coming they back? Play, I think they play the Timberwolves, actually. Um, so they'll have Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, and KD all healthy playing in a game, so... Um, it's so tough. I mean, if, if all three of those play players play well, plus you have, you know, you might need a little bit more out of Nurkic. He hasn't really started the year off that well. Um, offensively, I think they're going to be pretty hard to stop. I'm still going to, I'm still going to go under because I think they're still going to deal with some injuries with, you know, KD, 
um, and Beal, and maybe Booker as well. I mean, before the season, I would have smashed the over. Yeah. Uh, I'll still go over. I think if if they get the guys back, like they're a really good team. Right. Um, Sacramento Kings, 43 and a half. I'm going over on this one. I like their team. Yeah, I'd go over too. All right. Last division, Southwest, Dallas Mavericks at 45 and a half. Off to a hot start. Derek Lively looks great at that center position. Kyrie, Luka looking great. Even Derek Jones getting starting minutes. Um, you know, I, I think I'm going to go over on this one. I like I like their team. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go over on this one too. Uh, Houston Rockets, 31 and a half. This one might be... This, this might be a tough one. But I, I think the way they've started, I think you have to go over. Yeah, I mean, that's only 25 more wins. Uh, I know it's tough. After three games, I would have said under. Uh, but Right. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with the over, I guess. Okay. Um, Memphis Grizzlies, 45 and a half. I'm going to go under. Two and eight start. That's, that's, I mean, it's a tough start, but they're going to need Jaw to be perfect when he comes back. Yeah, I'm going to go under, too, because, I mean, 2-8, and eight and they still don't have him for 15 more games, so. Right. Um, New Orleans Pelicans, 43-and-a-half. Really solid line. Um, you know, they need C.J. McCollum back, though. He's been excellent to start the year. Um I think they just picked up like a 30 point win today. Um, but I think I'm. Oh, this is such a tough line. I think I'll go. I think I'll go over. I think they're a good regular season team. This one, this one is definitely tough. Um, I might just go under just because. I feel like there's bound to be some sort of injury and like McCollum's already injured. Right. Uh, yeah. I'll go under. Uh, last one. San Antonio Spurs, 30 and a half win total. What do you got, Matt? I'm going to go under on this one. Under? Yep. Um, I think it's going under as well. They can't seem to stop anybody on defense unless it's, you know, Wemby getting a block or something. Um, yeah, that'll they, conclude. I, they just kind of seems more like a trial year with them, a little right. bit. Right. Um, I do. I think they're tops in um, um, assist percentage, though. So, um, I think Pop's done a good job of you know doing what he always does and and getting his teams ready to you know spread the ball out. You know, getting you know great passing lanes for uh, cutters and whatnot. So, uh, I think they're going to be a fun team in the future. Just probably not this year. All right, let's take a look at some of the betting odds for Friday's games. Uh, I got these odds off of DraftKings, so um, we'll probably post something in uh, you know on Twitter or on uh, social media or something. Just 
just to keep track of like what our our win totals are for uh, some of these odds. Um, if we're doing good, I mean, you might want to listen to us a little bit more and uh, put some money down on it. So um, looking at Friday's games, Matt, we'll kind of do this together and then um, kind of pick it, you know, our answers together. Uh, first game is Bucks at Hornets. Uh, the line is at four and a half, favoring the Bucks. Um, are you big on the Hornets or the Bucks in this one? It's in Charlotte too. Um, you know, I'm, I'm gonna go with the Hornets because um, I, I think Miles Bridges is supposed to be playing, and then maybe by Friday they get Gordon Hayward and uh, uh, Brandon Miller back. Um, also, the Bucks haven't been playing that great lately, so. Uh, I think they could, they could cover. Okay, yeah, I, I'm fine with going Hornets uh, at plus five. I think, you know, like you said, Bucks have had a lot of close games. So, even if the Hornets lose by say two, three, four points, you know, still a win. So, um, I'm okay with going that that route. Um, next game, Knicks at Wizards. Um, Knicks are favored by two and a half points. I mean, I, I just don't trust the Wizards at all. I, I think this is Knicks all the way at two and a half. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. Okay. The, we'll these are all tournament games too. Right. Yep. So even more uh, reason to watch them too. So um, yeah. we'll go Knicks favored by two and a half. Got to win by three against the Wizards. Um, as long as the, the Wizards don't have uh, one of those games where they're just shooting lights out. Should be an easy win there. Um, next game, Pistons at Cavaliers. Cavs are favored by 9.5. So the question is, do we think the Cavs are going to win by double digits in this one? I'm going to go Pistons to cover. I feel like That's... there's a low-key chance they could maybe even win. That's that's what I had too. I had I had Pistons at nine and a half plus nine nine and a half. So uh, glad we're on the same page there. We'll go to the next game: Celtics at Raptors. Uh, Celtics are favored by four and a half points. Did did we skip the Sixers Hawks or? I have that one up next. Oh okay. I was just looking at ESPN. Okay. Um, yeah, Celtics had the highest. Uh, margin of victory this season so far uh four and a half points i think they've already beat the raptors by double digits in their first meeting so um personally i have the celtics winning this by more than five or more than four points what about you um it is on the road but yeah i would probably agree with that because i think i don't know if he'll be back then but og was out today um, yeah, I'll go Celtics. Okay. Um, 76ers at Hawks. Lines at negative one, favoring the Sixers. What do you have for this one, Matt? I, I could go either wow, way on this negative one. Negative one. Negative one. Hmm. This one, it kind of is a toss-up. Uh, it kind of depends on if Trey's playing, because he was, he was out today. Right. Uh, if if Trey's not playing, then easy Sixers. Um, if he is playing, I 
I'll take the Sixers. Yeah. I mean, just to the fans, I'd, I'd probably say this is a stay-away game. Um, but I had I had the Sixers at negative one as well. So uh, we'll lock that one in as well. Uh, next game on the list is Kings at Spurs. Kings are favored by just two points to the Spurs. Our Kings. Yeah, Kings negative two. Uh, pretty easy one. Um Nuggets at Pelicans is our next game. Nuggets are only favored by one point to the Pelicans. Um, I'll go with Pelicans. You want Pelicans? You think Pelicans are going to win this game? Yeah, I think they'll win this game. I think uh, okay. they're missing Jamal Murray, and I feel, feel like the Pelicans are playing decent. They got Herb Jones back today. I mean, I had something different. I had the Nuggets, but I, I'll trust you on this one, Matt. We'll go. We'll go. Pelicans plus one to you know basically win this game. Um, next game it's at home on too. Yep, it's in. Yeah, it's in New Orleans. Um, next game on the slate is Magic at Bulls. Um, Bulls are favored by three points in this game. Who you got on this one? I kind of like the Magic. Bulls are favored. Bulls are favored by three. This one, this one's a tough one. Um, yeah, we can go with your magic. All right, magic plus three for that one. Um, then we get into our late night games. Uh, first one, Suns at Jazz. Suns are favored by two and a half points. I mean, I just said Booker's coming back. Um, if you have a healthy KD, Bradley Beal, and Devin Booker, I mean, I'm kind of leading towards Suns on this one at two and a half. Yeah, I'd go Suns on this one. Okay. Um, Lakers at Trailblazers. Lakers are favored by three and a half points. It, it probably it seems small. I know it, it probably rides on if LeBron's healthy or not, right? And AD. Yeah. I mean, I, regardless, I'm probably going Lakers. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So Lakers on that one. Um, yeah. Rockets at Clippers. Clippers are favored by six and a half points. It's Rockets. I'll lean on you on this one, or lean on you on this one. Well, the, the Clippers are currently losing to the Nuggets and if that holds I don't think they'll lose six in a row I just don't know if they'll win by seven or more right uh, I'll go Clips I feel like eventually they'll have one good game Rockets nice. are also 0-2 away surprisingly that's what I had too even though I've been kind of dogging the Clippers uh, recently but uh, yeah I think Clippers I think they get like a statement win uh, at home against the Rockets, um, even with the Rockets playing well. But that'll wrap up our betting odds. Uh, you can check those out on our social media. We'll probably have it in the comment section below. Um, next up, um, kind of NBA pick them. So if you guys don't know what this is, um, go on to NBA.com. I think if you go to um, the more section, uh, it'll have in the betting section, it'll show NBA pick them. 
Uh, it took some of the questions they had in there. I also have uh, some questions of my own. Um, but, uh, you know, me and Matt will answer these ones separately to kind of see who has the best score. Uh, we also challenge you guys to answer these questions in the comment section below. Or you can add us on Twitter, uh, however you want to do it, X, whatever you want to call it. Um, and uh, we'll do that. Uh, I think we'll do two this week. And then two next week, so four total. Whichever of you guys has the highest uh, uh, win percentage out of these questions, uh, we'll get a prize. It'll probably be a shot to side keychain. Um, so we'll do that basically every two weeks. Uh, we'll either have like a prize or uh, something to give away to you guys. So um, you know, hopefully you get these questions right. Um, question one, Matt. Uh, this is for the Bucks at Hornets game. Uh, who grabs more uh, rebounds between Mark Williams and Giannis Antetokounmpo? Um, that one's tough. Uh, I'll go with Giannis. Okay, I'll go with Mark Williams. Um, and granted, like if one of these players sits out, we will just null the the question uh, overall. So. Uh, don't worry about if, you know, one player doesn't play. So I got Mark Williams. Matt got Giannis. Um, question number two. Uh, this is a Knicks at Wizards game. Who scores 15 points first between the Knicks and the Wizards? Uh, just like first to 15. Yeah, first first to 15. Pro it's probably happening in the first quarter. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with the Wizards. Wizards? Yeah. Um, Playing at yeah. home. Right at home. Got to have a fast start. I, I'll I'll second that. I'll go with the Wizards on that one as well. Uh, question number three. Uh, this is question three and four will both be the 76ers at Hawks. Um, first one is who scores more between Trey Young and uh, Tyrese Maxey? Um, I'll go with Maxey. Maxi. Yeah. I will go with. <laughs> this is a tough one because Tyrese is at. I think he's averaging four more points than Trey so far. Um, it's in Atlanta. I think Trey has a good game. I'm gonna go with Trey Young. Um, question number four: Which team wins between the Sixers and Hawks? Uh, we already talked about how this is gonna be a, a tight line at negative one uh, for the 76ers. Um, I think we both kind of answered it, though, right? We're both going 76ers on this one? Yeah, I'm going uh, with Sixers to match my, my maxi pick. Yeah, makes sense. Um, and it, it still could go my way. Like, Trey could have a big game, and they could still lose. But oh, yeah. um, definitely favoring you a little bit more. But question number five, uh, this is a Pistons at Cavaliers game. Um these games are all on Friday too. So we just did our odds. These ones, these questions are all on Friday as well. So um, question number five, Pistons at Cavaliers, which team calls a timeout first? This is just a throw up question, basically. Uh, I'm going to go with the, the Pistons. Pistons. Yeah, I could see Donovan Mitchell getting hot quick. 
Or Garland or somebody. Yeah. Yeah, I see that too. I mean, it is pretty much a toss-up. Yeah, I'll go Cavaliers just to be different. Um, question number six, Celtics at Raptors. We'll have, this will be for question six and seven. Uh, which team grabs the, mo- the most boards between Celtics and Raptors? I'm going to go with Raptors on this one. Grabs the most boards? Yep. Like the entire game? Yeah, rebounds total, defensive and offensive. Um, I'll go with uh, the Celtics. Celtics? Okay. Yeah. Uh, second question onto that one. Which team records the most steals in the game? I think I'm going to go Raptors again on that one. I'm going to go with Celtics again on that one. Celtics is totally different. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense because we took the Celtics to win on the odds picks too. So, I mean, you're following you're following the the logic here. I'm going against the logic a little bit. Um, question number eight and nine will be for the Kings at Spurs. First question is which starting five uh, scores the most combined points for their team? Between I'll let you go first. The, the Spurs and who? Kings at Spurs. Um, which starting five does? Yep. You said Fox is back? Fox is back. Hmm. Kind of depends on if Kellen Johnson's playing. I'll go with the Spurs. I'll go Kings on this one. Um, second question of that is, it's basically, this, we had this question already. Uh, which team scores 15 points first between Kings and Spurs? I'll go Kings. I will go Kings as well. Um, question number 10. Uh, we have six more questions, uh, 15 total. Uh, question number 10, Magic at Bulls. Which team wins this game? Another close line. Um, I have Magic on this one. Um, can't remember what I said. Well, we went with magic, didn't we? Yeah, I kind of talked you into it though, so I don't know if you. Yeah, I'll go with the Bulls. Okay. The boys. Yep. Question number eleven: Nuggets at Pelicans. How many players will record a double double in this? Uh, including both teams. Both teams. Yep. I'll go three. Three? I'll go two. I'll even name them two. I think it's going to be Jokic. And I, I think both centers get it. I think Valanciunas will get it too. Um, and it could be three. I could see like Zion or Michael Porter Jr. maybe. So. Yeah, I was, th- I was thinking those two. I think one of them will get a double-double. Yeah. And then... Yeah, I mean, and, and even Dyson Daniels double double with assist. <laughs> it could. Yeah, he could. Um, question number 12, Suns at Jazz. Uh, this is a yes or no question. Um, will KD score over his season average? His season average as of now is 30 points per game. I'm going to go with yes. It's a tough one because Booker's back. 
And Beal's playing, or? And, uh, well, it's, I mean, I'm guessing he's going to play, but he yeah. could sit out that game. You never know. Yeah. Same with Booker. Uh, if they're all three playing, I'm saying no. But if all three <laughs> don't play, then I say you yes. gotta take You got to take a, a guess in the dark on this one. 50-50 chance. I'll, I'll go yes then. Yes. Katie's a, a baller. Two yeses. All right. Question number 13. Three more questions left. Uh, Lakers at Trailblazers on this one. Over or under, uh, Lakers are favored by three and a half points. So, I, you know, we both answered this question, I think, but you can switch it up. Uh, I'm going to go with Lakers, same as my odds pick. Yeah, I'm going to go over. Okay. Lakers. Gotcha. Question 14 and 15 will both be uh, the late night game with the Rockets at the Clippers. First one is which team scores 15 points first uh, between the Rockets and Clippers? I'll let you go first on this one. I'll go Clips. Clips? I'm going to... I'll go Rockets on this one. I think Rockets start off strong. Maybe get some Fred Van Vliet threes in there. Maybe Jalen Green has a hot start um, being guarded by James Harden or something. <laughs> um, but we'll see. Uh, question number 15. Who will be the leading scorer for the game between the Rockets and Clippers? Um, I'll go with Mr. James Harden. James Harden. Oh, and by the way, like if you're if you pick a player and he doesn't play, uh, we just know the question for you, so it doesn't affect your overall record. Um, oof. I mean, I, Clippers are gonna win, I think. I'm gonna go with Paul George. I think he's he usually does a good job of uh, against the Rockets, definitely shooting threes. Um, I expect a big game from him. So I'll go Paul George. Um, so that's all 15 questions. Make sure for the fans, people that listen to the podcast, um, just do it. Do it in order uh, for your picks. And whoever at the end of the um, two weeks has the highest win percentage um, out of all the questions will win a prize. So um Looking forward to that, and I'm also looking forward to beating Matt because uh, <laughs> usually doesn't go my ways in the uh, lightning uh, rounds that we do, and we'll we'll have one eventually uh, when Adam comes on the pod. But um, hopefully, I can get off to a good start in in uh, these pickups. So, um, Matt, I want to just thank you for joining the pod. Had a lot of fun talking NBA. We haven't done it in a long time. I think it's been like what three to four months break that we've had at least three years <laughs> yeah um we i mean we can't make any excuses everybody's busy um you know we've had these season tickets going to wolves games been but uh i don't want to make any excuses of why we haven't had episodes come out but definitely expect more episodes to come out from me and matt um and we'll have some more guests on as well so uh, make sure to follow us on any of our social media platforms. Um, should have some TikTok stuff coming out, I think, in the future. <laughs> We've been waiting on Adam to 
put one out for like a year, it seems like. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> no, the, <laughs> we, the buildup on this is going to be outrageous. I mean, I, I'd be shocked if it was less than like 20,000 likes on it. But <laughs> it's uh, I'm looking forward to it. So, um, Matt, anything you want to close out the pod with? Uh, no, just uh, go Timberwolves. Don't blow this game. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'll also have a power rankings coming out on Friday um, of all 30 teams with, you know, a little description of why I put them uh, at the place they're, they are at. Um, but until next time, guys, peace out. Peace. Peace. <laughs>